I'm Joe Morgan Stern, the film critic of the Wall Street Journal. If you care about journalism, the most important movie opening this holiday season is The Post. At a moment in American history when our free press is under siege, Steven Spielberg's film recounts the transformation of The Washington Post in 1971 from a local paper into a national institution that exposed government lies about the Vietnam War. It's a story of fearless journalism with a feminist dimension that's told through Meryl Streep's Catherine Graham. She became the owner and publisher of The Post and Newsweek magazine after her publisher husband, Phil Graham, committed suicide. I knew Kay when I was Newsweek's film critic in the 1960s and 70s. Didn't know her well, but I saw her in action on one occasion that I'd like to share. In the spring of 1970, Kay invited Jacqueline Kennedy to lunch in Newsweek's executive dining room. She wanted me and four of my fellow back-of-the-book critics to be there, too. The previous July, Newsweek had run a story about Ted Kennedy's driving off a bridge on Chappaquiddick Island and the death of his companion. The story was flawed, a rush to judgment that wasn't justified at that moment by our reporting. As soon as the magazine hit the stands, Kay's Kennedy friends froze her out, refused to take her calls. Many months later, the lunch at Newsweek was a fence-mending exercise with critics in attendance to play to Jackie's interest in culture. We tried to be cultural, as instructed, but nothing worked. Jackie seemed distracted. Someone asked her opinion of a class-action suit that Newsweek's researchers had recently brought against the company. Jackie said she hadn't heard about the case, which wasn't surprising. It had gotten very little publicity. The surprise came after someone else explained the reason for the suit. The researchers, all female, had been hired with the understanding that they'd never become reporters. Jackie shook her head. I don't know what women want these days, she said vaguely. I've never had any problems being a woman. When I wanted to be a photographer, I applied for a job at the paper in Hyannis, and I got it. Eyes rolled inwardly. We'd been summoned to make nice to the former first lady, and nothing could have been nicer than letting the remark pass in silence. But Kay couldn't let it pass. She said almost indignantly, Jackie, what are you talking about? Do you really not remember when Phil was alive and Jack was president, and we had to spend those endless evenings in the White House at our men's feet? We couldn't speak unless we were spoken to. I don't remember Jackie's reply. It may have been nothing more than a sigh. But I'll never forget what Kay said. It speaks volumes about women of her time, even ostensibly powerful women, and about the extraordinary woman I saw in Steven Spielberg's movie. I'm Joe Morgan Stern. I'll be back on KCRW next week with more reviews. I'm Joe Morgan Stern, the film critic of The Wall Street Journal. If you care about journalism, the most important movie opening this holiday season is The Post. At a moment in American history when our free press is under siege, Steven Spielberg's film recounts the transformation of The Washington Post in 1971 from a local paper into a national institution 
that exposed government lies about the Vietnam War. It's a story of fearless journalism with a feminist dimension that's told through Meryl Streep's Catherine Graham. She became the owner and publisher of The Post and Newsweek magazine after her publisher husband, Phil Graham, committed suicide. I knew Kay when I was Newsweek's film critic in the 1960s and 70s. Didn't know her well, but I saw her in action on one occasion that I'd like to share. In the spring of 1970, Kay invited Jacqueline Kennedy to lunch in Newsweek's executive dining room. She wanted me and four of my fellow back-of-the-book critics to be there, too. The previous July, Newsweek had run a story about Ted Kennedy's driving off a bridge on Chappaquiddick Island and the death of his companion. The story was flawed, a rush to judgment that wasn't justified at that moment by our reporting. As soon as the magazine hit the stands, Kay's Kennedy friends froze her out, refused to take her calls. Many months later, the lunch at Newsweek was a fence-mending exercise with critics in attendance to play to Jackie's interest in culture. We tried to be cultural, as instructed, but nothing worked. Jackie seemed distracted. Someone asked her opinion of a class-action suit that Newsweek's researchers had recently brought against the company. Jackie said she hadn't heard about the case, which wasn't surprising. It had gotten very little publicity. The surprise came after someone else explained the reason for the suit. The researchers, all female, had been hired with the understanding that they'd never become reporters. Jackie shook her head. I don't know what women want these days, she said vaguely. I've never had any problems being a woman. When I wanted to be a photographer, I applied for a job at the paper in Hyannis, and I got it. Eyes rolled inwardly. We'd been summoned to make nice to the former first lady, and nothing could have been nicer than letting the remark pass in silence. But Kay couldn't let it pass. She said almost indignantly, Jackie, what are you talking about? Do you really not remember when Phil was alive and Jack was president, and we had to spend those endless evenings in the White House at our men's feet? We couldn't speak unless we were spoken to. I don't remember Jackie's reply. It may have been nothing more than a sigh. But I'll never forget what Kay said. It speaks volumes about women of her time, even ostensibly powerful women, and about the extraordinary woman I saw in Steven Spielberg's movie. I'm Joe Morgenstern. I'll be back on KCRW next week with more reviews.